Welcome to Setting Captives Free Podcast. Jesus said, If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. But many people wonder, how can I be free from things I've struggled with all my life? Anger, impurity, anxiety, depression, fear, gluttony, and so on. Well, today, Eric Hurt and Mike Cleveland study a passage of Scripture that will help you enjoy the freedom that Jesus died to give you. Okay, welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast. My name is Eric Hurt, and I'm here with my good friend and partner in ministry, Mike Cleveland. Mike, how are you doing today? Oh, Eric, if I was doing any better, I'd have to be twins. Oh, wait, <laughs> we are, and I'm just so thankful to be here today. Really thankful for the Lord and thankful for you and so excited to, to do this with you. You know, Mike and I say that we're twins because we're nearly the same age. He's a little bit older, so, uh, but uh, we um, both have similar past and um, similar ways that, of experiencing freedom in Jesus Christ. And, and so our hearts have just been so overwhelmed with thanksgiving uh, because Christ has come down to rescue us. And so uh, we love to celebrate uh, in this cross together. And so that's one of the reasons why we, uh, we call ourselves uh, twins, isn't it, brother? Well, it, it's, the, it's the love of God that has invaded our hearts. It's the cross of Christ that has drawn us together. You and I made us partners in ministry. And, uh, yeah. and so we think alike and we, we, uh, we worship the Lord Jesus Christ together. And, you know, anybody who does that can join our twinity. And uh, we, <laughs> we love to, to be together worshiping the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, you know, in, in the past, we just never uh, saw hope. Uh, it was too overwhelming. And, uh, you know, we just couldn't see past the sin that we were in. We were blind to it. We were captive to it. And so the reason we're doing these podcasts is uh, to give those that are captive hope and um, to elevate the cross and to, to show you that there's freedom in Jesus Christ alone. Uh, not in our works, not in our programs or recovery groups, uh, but freedom in Christ alone. So today I thought we'd start with uh, Exodus chapter 14, uh, beginning with verse 10. And I think like we did last time, Mike, we can maybe alternate back and forth from the scriptures. And, uh, you know, verse 10 says, when Pharaoh drew near. Now, in context, as we know, the Israelites were out in the wilderness and uh, that Pharaoh was pursuing. So here we go in verse 10. When, when Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. Now I know, uh, Mike, that uh, in past times we uh, could see the enemy coming. In fact, we would just listen to every word he said. Uh, our master would say, hey, it's time to go sin. Uh, and we were always in fear of, of the next fall or in fear. And, you know, bondage brings this fear. And, and what were your days like uh, being fearful like that, Mike? Yeah, you know, it says, my version, I'm just using the NCV, but it says when the Israelites saw the king and his army coming after them, they were very frightened. You know, this is what the evil one does. He did this to me in so many ways. He just obscured all of God and his word and what God said. And, and what he did is put before my eyes this 
sin and, a, and desire to gratify the lusts of my flesh. And, and that brought condemnation so that all I saw was the law of God that condemned me, uh, Satan, the evil one, and his accusations. And they all worked together to just put me in a pit, to just keep me in iron chains. When the Israelites saw they were very frightened. And this was certainly my situation. I know it was yours as well. Yeah, and absolutely. Um, I was in great fear as well. And, you know, you lift up your eyes and, and, and you see the enemy coming and there's no way out. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a way out. In other words, uh, when just like the Israelites, when they saw this great army coming, uh, you know, what, what hope do you have? Uh, you can't turn to the left or to the right. Uh, we're trapped. And, um, you know, it's just uh, a horrible uh, pit, as you described, to be in. Well, yes. And if you look at it, they've got the Red Sea ahead of them. They've got the, the king, Pharaoh, and his army behind them. So they are truly boxed in. Eric, think about our sins on one side and Satan on the other side. And we are just boxed in. There's no way we're getting out of this. That's what we think. We are extremely frightened. We're fearful. We're doubting. We're, we're questioning. Um, and this is our situation when we're in sin. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, it's just incredible to think about that. Uh, you know, God had brought them out of Egypt already. And so, um, you know, they were, they were on their way. They, they were on their way, but they, again, they were boxed in on one side, the Red Sea. You know, you can't get through that. How, how is that possible? Um, you know, we see the enemy. They saw the enemy more clearly than they saw uh, the way out, yes. uh, which God was going to provide for them. And it's just uh, remarkable that we can trust what God says in his word. Uh, if he says that Jesus came to set captives free, we can trust that that's exactly what Jesus came to do. Yes. And, and as we're beginning to experience this freedom from slavery, sometimes we see students get, uh, they lose hope on the way, on the journey. And, yeah. that, and that's kind of what we see here, isn't it? it? It is. And, you know, during this time when we're like this, one of the things that I did was start accusing God. You know, um, I would, well, like it says here in verse 11, they said to Moses, what have you done to us? Why did you bring us out of Egypt to die in the desert? There were plenty of graves for us in Egypt. In accusing Moses, they're actually accusing God who led Moses to bring them out. We start questioning, God, what are you doing? Why, why have you done this with me? You, you've you have put me between a rock and a hard place here and left me no way out. Why have you done this? <laughs> That's exactly right too. Yeah. And you know, I, in, when I was in bondage, uh, that described my life perfectly. Uh, but I would blame my wife. I would mm. blame others and I would blame God as well. Just like Adam did. He blamed God and Eve simultaneously, didn't he? <laughs> the yeah. woman, you gave me. And this you know, is real was... common, the blame shifting. You know, when, yes. when, you're, when you're trapped like this, it's got to be somebody else's fault. 
Right, yeah. Well, you just can't see, and, and such an unfortunate thing. We're so clear at seeing uh, certain things, for example, like the enemy coming and all the faults of others, uh, but we're blinded to, to our own sin and, um, and our own way out. Yes. And so, you know, um, verse 12 says, uh, it is not, uh, is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. You know, mm. you talk about having no hope. Uh, they thought they were coming out to die in the wilderness. Let's go back to our slavery uh, of sin. But, you know, how quickly we forget how miserable it is back there. How uh, we don't want to forget that. We don't want to forget that we're, we're never going back to Egypt. Uh, that place is, is a place of death, place of slavery, place of misery, a uh, place of hard labor. And it just, it doesn't end, Mike. Uh, and um, we, you know, in the New Testament, and I think you mentioned this earlier, but in Galatians 5.1, this passage would have instructed those Israelites and us when it says, we have freedom now because Christ made us free. When he died on the cross, Eric, he set all believers free. So the instruction is, so stand strong. Do not change and go back into the slavery of the law. Stand firm is what he's telling us. And I believe in, in our passage in Exodus, it's going to say the same thing here. Stand firm. <laughs> Amen. And that's exactly what it says. And Moses said to the people, fear not. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. What an amazing passage this is. Stand firm and see. Don't see the enemy. I want you to see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. Fear not. He addresses everything that they were going through at the time. Mm. Fear not, stand firm and see, and exactly the opposite of what they were doing. They were fearing the enemy. Uh, they were crippled uh, in, uh, to be able to stand firm. They didn't see uh, the salvation. Uh, they saw destruction, and they thought they were coming out to die. And so, uh, as you said, though, uh, it's at the cross, uh, you know, we see the salvation and we see Jesus taking care of our enemy and uh, pulling us out of our fears. You know, when it says stand still or stand firm, um, that's kind of the opposite of what we initially want to do. We want to work. We want to claw our way out. Uh, we like the, like the prodigal son, Eric, when he discovered and, uh, that he had ruined it all and lost it all. What was the very first thing he wanted to do? Go to work and pay it off, right? There was no standing still. I'm going to work this off. Um, and so what God has us initially do is stand still, stand firm, stay right where you are, don't lift a finger, and don't move a leg, and just look. And, and just look at the cross. And there you will see that I have accomplished your salvation. I have died in your place. I have shed my blood, not only to remove your sin, but also 
to defeat the enemy. And we were looking at Colossians 2 earlier. And um, Eric, I'm just going to read that. It says in verse 14, he canceled our debt, which listed all the rules we failed to follow. He took away that record with its rules and he nailed it to the cross. So that's how he removed our sin. Our sin debt was removed at the cross, but it doesn't stop there. In verse 15, God stripped the spiritual rulers and powers of their authority. Other versions say he made a public spectacle of our enemy, triumphing over them through the cross. At the cross, Eric, God both removed our sin and defeated our enemy. It's like standing there in the people in Exodus. Stand still. And watch the salvation because ahead of you, you have the Red Sea. Behind you, you have Pharaoh. But at the cross, God did away with both our sin and the evil one. <laughs> and, I, and I love that, uh, Mike, because that's exactly the illustration that we see here in the Exodus passage, isn't it? That uh, he said that the Lord will fight for you. And you only have to be silent. <laughs> mm. You only have to watch me work. You, you just stand there. I will fight for you. I will take this from you. I will remove this from you. Uh, I will provide the way out through the cross. And I will also, the same cross will also be the defeat of the enemy. Mm. Uh, what a weapon, Mike. Who would have thought of having a cross as a weapon? to rescue people or a cross as a weapon to defeat the enemy of our souls. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to worship him. As you were saying that it brought, it just brought the cross before my eyes. And, you know, Eric, it's no coincidence that the, the Red Sea is named the Red Sea because mm -hmm. our enemy has drowned at the bottom of the Red Sea of Christ's blood. Amen. Yes. And that's what we see also, Mike, as we uh, go to verse 15, Exodus uh, 14, verse 15. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. <laughs> go forward, Mike. Not and backward. verse 16, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. This is what we see at the cross when Jesus was lifted up on the staff. He parted with his hands, nailed to a tree, parting the Red Sea of our sin. You know, we used to be in the bottom of the sea, in the depths of mm -hmm. darkness. And that sea, there was no hope for us either. No hope for the Israelites here. No way out. I can't see the way out. Stand firm, stand firm, fear not, and see, see Jesus up on the cross holding back. He is holding back, and he is fighting for you. Don't move a muscle. Stand firm. I'm doing this for you. I love you. I'm removing it from you. I'm saving you through dry ground today, and I'm going to close that up onto your enemies. Mm. And, and look at the miracle of the cross, Eric, the miracle. It says they went through on dry land. They, the people would go through on dry land. 
not on muddy ground, um, but completely dry. That which was, uh, was completely covered in water is now completely dry. Uh, our sins that would overwhelm us are completely removed from us. If you're listening to us today and all you can see is your sin, let me share with you that on the cross, Jesus took that completely away from you. Uh, this miracle here that we're looking at, it, it illustrates the miracle of the cross. You used to be flooded with sin. Jesus has made you dry ground. And now you're to go forward and follow him. Yeah, and I, I, I love how you had mentioned that it's called the Red Sea. And, you know, the, the blood of, of Jesus uh, makes us white as snow. Mm -hmm. uh, the blood of Jesus uh, takes care of every sin and all shame. It mm -hmm. removes our guilt. Um, and it's like they were cleansed while going through on dry ground. Even though it was dry ground, it, it was still a cleansing for them. And um, so, yeah, if you're listening today, you haven't gone too far. Uh, and if you're pinned in a corner, and you see the enemy coming, and there doesn't seem to be a way out, there is always a way out. Mm. When we stand firm, and we see the salvation of God, which is to lift his son on the cross for us, you know, nailed there for us. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, Mike, our debt was canceled. All the sin that we had built up over our lives and regardless what it has been it doesn't matter it has all been nailed in jesus's flesh on the cross it has all been taken care of mm -hmm. the record this was a legal document <laughs> right mm -hmm. jesus became the legal record uh, and canceled it and so this is what lifts you up this is what divides the waters uh, this is what allows you to walk on dry ground and in freedom, uh, away from your Egypt, uh, away from the yoke, away from the misery. And so that's why we don't look at the enemy. We don't, we don't focus on the sin or the enemy. We focus on the Christ who was crucified that we might live. You know, Eric, if you look at this Red Sea, as the Israelites would have looked at the Red Sea, would would you see? Would you think naturally that the Red Sea would prov provide salvation for you? It was a very no. unlikely place. Um, as you look at the cross, that's where criminals die. Uh, would you think that that would provide salvation for you? Um, and and yet, think about this too. When the Israelites went through on the other side, that water closed back up. Um, they could not return to Egypt. Uh, it closed back up now over their enemy. And now, Eric, now because of the cross, it not only saved us, but it is a preventative for us returning to Egypt. Um, think of, of that closed up water and they can't go back. And as you look at the cross, it, it's going to prevent you from returning. Just like it saved you and took you out of Egypt, it's going to prevent you from returning if you focus on it. Yeah, and that's a wonderful illustration, Mike. Thank you so much for that, because we don't want to look at the cross as just for salvation. 
but it is for sanctification for the rest of our lives of bringing us into maturity. And like you said, the waters have closed and we're not going back. We're not, we're not going, there is no access back to Egypt. And, and, and by the way, because you have died anyway with Christ Yes. on that criminal's cross. So how are you even going to go back to Egypt? You're dead. (laughs) Amen. You're only alive in Christ because yes. he died for you. And, and it's just a, a wonderful um, illustration in this passage that we've been studying today. So we just want to encourage you that if you're listening, um, that this is the hope. If you're in a recovery group and you're trying to work a program or you're trying to uh, you know, get rehabbed or something like that, these are things that are going to keep you captive. You know, it's looking to Christ who has provided the way out. It's looking to Christ who has already taken your sin and shame. And, you know, he was clothed in your sin so that he could clothe you in his righteousness. That's how much he loves you, you know. And so we just want uh, this message to pierce your heart, to encourage your heart, uh, to renew your mind. And to get you to think about uh, this cross uh, that Jesus uh, went on, was nailed to and pierced uh, to save you, to forgive you, to wash you white as snow. So, Mike, I just want to thank you. I think we should uh, pray for those listeners right now. And uh, Mike, would you like to do that, brother, to to close us in prayer? Father in heaven, there is somebody listening right now to us, and they feel that they are between a rock and a hard place. All they can see is their sins and the evil one coming after them, and they're fearful, and they got no hope, and they're, they're trembling, they're shaking. God, would you turn their eyes to the cross right now? Would you bring before their vision where their salvation was accomplished? Would you help them to see that at the cross, not only did their Savior die, not only did their enemy die, not only did their sins die, but they themselves have been crucified with Christ and they no longer live. Lord Jesus, help them, rescue them, Take them out of not only Egypt, but take them through the Red Sea. Lord, take them through and help them to to see that they can never return, that they are dead and buried to that sin, that they're now alive on the other side of the shore, uh, on the other side of the the water. They're on the shore. They're, They're now in a new place. They're headed for the promised land. Lord, thank you for this message today. Thank you so much for my brother, Eric, and I pray that that you would apply this message to the hearts of people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free. For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom, please go to settingcaptivesfree.com. Tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free.